0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.
1: Savoy Truffle Or Eric doesn't go to the dentist. <laughs> it's nice to hear George having fun letting his hair down, ragging on his friend who is definitely not going to steal his wife Nope. love the dirty guitar sound, uh, melody with the dirty brass it's a precursor to the livelier moments of All Things Must Pass, I would say uh, this is an example of why it's good the Beatles made a double album like if the White Album was just one record this song wouldn't have made it and George probably would have given it to Jackie Lomax or whomever.
0: Yeah, you're you're totally right. Like if this was a single album, this would have been probably Cuspy. I don't know. I could see a world where it's on it, but you know, easily see it off. Well he would have definitely uh,
1: had Jelly Weeps on it and uh,
0: Right. I'm trying but what would be his other song?
1: Long I, I would think long, 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 but if, if it was mm. up to him, but it that it wouldn't be up to him for, necessarily.
0: Probably not. Well, anyway, but like good not songs, piggies. like, <laughs> no, I'm saying piggies would definitely not be there, but I think yeah, you're yeah. probably right. It'd probably be long, long, long. Uh, but yeah, like songs like this are what make the white album, the white album or the Beatles. We know it's called the Beatles. Yeah, Don't we, write us about that. Okay. We said that 12 that.
1: years ago when we started covering the white <laughs> album, we had yeah. that disclaimer at the top yes. right before back in the USSR. So yes, we're covered and
0: anywho, I also love the brass on this. Like, it really lifts the song. And again, they make him sound a little bit different. That's pretty fun. It almost sounds like a growl. And you know what they say, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, but you teach a man to fish, he'll definitely steal your wife, George.
1: You know, uh, it's a cliche. You hear that so many times that you forget that it's true. You know, it's like you lost all beating. So here's the way. George did an interview uh, two months before the White Album came out. It was while he was number one single to U.S., Britain, and pretty much everywhere else across the entire planet. And uh, he basically, you know, announced to the world he's back to being a rock and roller. You know, um, he said uh, he said he's. Extending his, I'm a rocker again. The uh, the article it said extending his, I'm a rocker again thesis and continuing his comments report, reported recently. George saying he didn't care to dwell on the mystical Beetle George anymore.
0: I'd rather be a rocker, rocker than a raga.
1: hmm I'm I'm, I'm still all within you, without you. He added, but I don't want to go into that anymore because now I'm being a rock and roll star. So you want to be a rock into, and roll star. So you want to be a rock and roll star. Listen, Welcome to the bird's nest. Uh, <laughs> Back uh, to Crosstalk. The crooked grin broke into a crooked smile. A lighthearted song read by George Travel was inspired by his friend Eric Clapton's gluttonous love of chocolate.
0: And Georgia not Dug- of vaccines. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. There's too much to make fun of here. I apologize. I heard a terrible,
1: terrible, terrible Eric Clapton joke. Oh, please go. Improv for Humans. No, I don't think on Improv for Humans. And um, it was John Gabris, And uh, he he said he made a he's like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Eric Clapton is anti-vax. And he's anti-locking your high rise window. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went there. George said in 1977 (laughs) Savoy Truffle on the White Owl was written for Eric. He's got this real sweet tooth that he just had his mouth worked on. His dentist said he was through with candy. So, as a tribute, I wrote, You'll have to have them all pulled out after the Savoy Truffle. The truffle was some kind of sweet, just like all the rest. Cream tangerine, ginger sling, just candy, to tease Eric. Uh, In his autobiography, I, Me, Mine, Harrison explained that the song was inspired by a box of Macintosh's Good News chocolates. Many of the lines came directly from the varieties of chocolate in the boxes, although cherry cream and coconut fudge were Harrison's own inventions. I'm sure they later became actual types of candy. With its reference to Obla Di Obla Da, Savoy Truffle was one of two white album songs to refer to different Beatles tracks, the other being Glass Onion, of course. Third inspiration came from Apple's press officer, Derek Taylor, who suggested to Harrison the name of a 1968 film, You Are What You Eat. The Beatles, minus John Lennon, who didn't play on the song, (laughs) began recording Savoy Truffle on October 3rd, 1968. So that's two days after Honey Pie. In Trident Studios again, they recorded a basic track of lead guitar, bass, and drums in one take, although it is likely a number of rehearsals had previously been recorded and wiped. I guess at Trident, they wiped them.
0: Well, Two days later,
1: also in Trident, George Harrison taped his lead vocals. On October 11th, the saxophone overdub was recorded at Abbey Road. This was arranged and scored by George Martin's assistant, Chris Thomas. I must say that I found it a real chore, he told Beatles historian Mark <laughs> Lewison. Uh, and he goes on to say, The session men were playing really well. There's nothing like a good brass section letting rip. And it sounded fantastic. But having got this really nice sound, George turned to Ken Scott and said, Right, I want to distort it. So I had to plug up two high-gain amplifiers, which overloaded and deliberately introduced a lot of distortion, completely tearing the sound to pieces and making it dirty. The musicians came up to the control room to listen to a playback, and George said to them, Before you listen, I've got to apologize for what I've done to your beautiful sound. Please forgive me, but it's the way I want it. I don't think they particularly enjoyed hearing their magnificent sound screwed up quite so much, but they realized that this is what George wanted and that it was their job to provide it. And that was actually for Brian Gibson, that engineer. Never heard of that one. And uh, Ken Scott uh, was recorded as saying, When we were mixing it, George Martin walks into the control room and says, 'Uh, Isn't it a bit bright? Isn't it a bit toppy? And George just turns around to him and says, yeah, and I like it. Maybe huh. <laughs> hey, I like it. <laughs> the Beatles were like the kids that have just left home and the parents aren't looking after them anymore. So I will say Harrison was at least polite to those brass musicians. Like, okay, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I really Yeah.
0: This. Well, he's also, I feel like he's the one who's worked the most with, like, well, maybe not. Well, I'm gonna say my point anyway. He's worked a lot with session musicians, with like especially with the sitar stuff. Like he had like whole orchestras of these people, so he's used to used to playing with others, and you know
1: <laughs> he's good with play. He's good. He's he's good playing with others. Um, no, yeah, he started he started to produce records at this time, and right, he, yes, and you know yep. it's just a comparison to Paul, who we'd learn would make musicians wait hours while he figured out what exactly he fucking wanted wanted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And John, who would just abuse the shit out of you.
1: (laughs) He'd really dress you down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what he said, what what did he say to, um, gosh, uh, Jeff Emmerich.
1: He said, uh, uh, sometimes the military would have done you good.
0: Yeah. Like a week in the military would have done you good. Yeah.
1: Oh, Semi Truffle was completed at Abbey Road on October 14th. A second electric guitar, organ, and tambourine were added. Ringo was not present. He flew to Sardinia early that morning for a two-week holiday with his family. Mixing on Semi Truffle was also completed on October 14th, after which George Harrison left for Los Angeles to produce Jackie Lomax's album Is This What You Want? <laughs> That's a very George uh, album title, I would say. The stereo and mono mixes of the song differ in their editing of the lead guitar parts. The mono version omits the organ over the third verse. Over the second bridge, Harrison adopted Taylor's suggestion to read You Know That What You Eat You Are. In the same section, as subsequent line names the track Obladi Oblada, a public McCartney composition that would also appear on the White Album. In this way, Savoy Truffle continued a tradition initiated by John Lennon a year ago, a year prior, particularly his lyrics to I Am The Walrus, mm. whereby the Beatles deliberately quoted from the previous songs. Since Obladiolada was not a song that McCartney's bandmates enjoyed recording, the motive behind Harrison's appropriation of the title has invited speculation. Sure. Offer Jeffrey Rosner considers it significant that Harrison mispronounces the title. In addition, he contends that the full statement, we, know, we all know Ob-La-Da," but can you show me where you are, serves as an example of Harrison, like Lennon, mocking those listeners who obsessively scanned the Beatles' lyrics for hidden meaning. Music journalist Robert Fondow interprets the lines as an expression of distaste for Ob-La-Da," di, since Harrison and Lennon were openly critical of McCartney's composition.
0: But does the rhyme work better, or like the metering work better? I'm trying to like think of it in my head now.
1: And I think what he sings, Show Me What You Are, I, f- I figured he was singing about Paul. If anything.
0: Oh, interesting
1: point. Slam! (laughs) Diss track. In his description of the finished recording, Jonathan Gould notes the aptness of Harrison's vocal delivery, where the list of chocolate flavors roll off George's tongue like a catalog of life's little pleasures. He also comments on the effectiveness of Harrison's guitar solo, which, third to the lyrics warnings regarding tooth decay, is pitched to the register of a dentist's drill. And he likes it. And I like it. I like it, I like it, I like it. I'm 50. Uh, <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald on her 1969 album Ella covered a song. Jason Green a Pitchfork cites her jazzy spin on the track as an example of Harrison's songwriting appeal to solo jazz artists and invited fresh interpretations. It's a good cover. In 1970... Uh, there was also another cover. I don't know what it is because I... <laughs> i made on the Google Doc and it, it instead shows the YouTube link to it. And I don't remember. I keep trying to open the link and it won't do it.
0: Oh, it's They Might Be Giants, I think.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Hold on. No, Terry Manning. The okay.
0: Why how, Why does when I
1: try to write... On oh, his the own home says, sweet home... The recording features Robert Moog on synthesizer. That's interesting. That's why I brought it up. It has been described by Pop Matters as long, freaked out, and sublimely excessive. It is over 10 minutes long. But it's also good for its own way. I just don't remember who did it. Uh, along with a sample of the Beatles' Glass Onion, the song was mashed with Jay-Z's encore for a track on Danger Mouse's The Grey album in 2004, creating what Spin Magazine's reviewer termed a psychedelic stacks jam. For Beatles' 2006 remix I love, the track's horn parts were mixed in to drive my car. Danny Harrison performed Savoy Truffle at the George Fest tribute concert held at the Fonda Feather in Los Angeles on September 28, 2014. I have a question, though. Yes, you do. Go ahead. Did Fish cover it? Yes. I just don't bring it up anymore. <laughs> we all know Fish covered it on volume 13. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I do bring it up for Revolution Die because I was curious if the, how they did it. We'll yeah. get to that. It's well, shorter. <laughs> love count zero. Josie scale. I give this a yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, ow my teeth.
1: <laughs> but it's so good, and I like it. But and I like it.